0: Section six of Snowball by Paul Anderson. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Snowball by Paul Anderson. Section six Autumn the New England fall of rain and chill, whistling wind, smoky days and flame-like leaves and the far wild honking of southbound geese. The crash came in late September. A reeling market hit bottom and stayed there. Gasoline sales were down 25% already, and the industry was laying off men by the hundreds of thousands. That cut out their purchasing power and hit the rest of the economy. It's what you'd expect, laddie said calhoun they were over at his house outside a slow cold rain washed endlessly down the windows over production over capitalization i could have predicted all of this damn it to hell it doesn't make sense protested arch a new energy source should make everything cheaper for everybody more production available for less work." He felt a nervous tick, beginning in one cheek. "'Production for use instead of for profit. Oh, dry up, will you? Any system is a profit system. It has to show a profit in some terms or other, or it would just be wasted effort. And the profit has to go to individuals, not to some mythical state. The state doesn't eat, people do.' would you have the oil investment simply write off that investment no of course not why couldn't they look gasoline can still run generators oil can still lubricate by-products can still be synthesized it's a matter of shifting the emphasis of production that's all all that's needed is a little common sense which is a rather scarce commodity there said arch gloomily we find ourselves in agreement the trouble is said bob earnestly we're faced with a real situation not a paper problem it calls for a real solution for an idea there aren't any ideas said elizabeth not big sweeping ones to solve everything overnight man doesn't work that way what happens is that somebody solves his own immediate personal problems "'Somebody else does the same, "'and eventually society as a whole "'fumbles its way out of the dilemma.' "'Arch sighed. "'This is getting over my head,' he admitted. "'Thanks for small blessings. "'The thing has grown so big "'that I personally am becoming forgotten.' "'He rose. "'I'm kind of tired tonight,' he went on. "'Maybe we better be running along. "'Thanks for the drinks and all.' He and his wife slipped into their raincoats and galoshes for the short walk home. The street outside was dark, a rare lamp glowing off slick wet concrete. Rain misted his face and glasses. He had trouble seeing. Poor darling, Elizabeth took his arm. Don't worry, we'll get through all right. I hope so, he said fervently. No money had come in for some time now. Bob's enterprise was leveling off as initial demand was filled, and a lurching industry wasn't buying many electronic valves. The bank account was getting low. He saw the figure ahead as a vague shadow against the night. It stood waiting till they came up, and then stepped in their path. The voice was unfamiliar. "'Arch!' "'Yes?' He could see only the face that was heavy and unshaven, with something wild about the mouth. Then his eyes dropped to the revolver barrel, protruding from the slicker. "'What the devil? Don't move, you!' It was a harsh, broken tone. "'Right now. I'm aiming at your wife. I'd as soon shoot her, too.' Fear leaped crazily in Arch's breast. He stood, unable to stir— coldness crawling in his guts he tried to speak and couldn't not a word you not another word you've said too goddamn much already the gun poked forward savagely i'm going to kill you you did your best to kill me elizabeth's face was white in the gloom what do you mean she whispered we never saw you before no but you took away my job i was in the bread lines back in the thirties i'm there again it's your fault you got any prayers to say a gibbering ran through arch's brain he stood motionless thinking through a lunatic mind-tilt that there must be some way to jump that gun the heroes of stories always did it that might someone moved out of the night into the wan radiance An arm went about the man's throat. Another seized his gun wrist and snapped it down. The weapon went off, sounding like the crack of doom in the stillness. They struggled on the slippery sidewalk, panting, the rain running over dimly glimpsed faces. Arch's paralysis broke. He moved in and circled around, looking for a chance to help. There, crouching, he got hold of the assassin's ankle and clung. There was a meaty smack above him, and the body sagged. Elizabeth held her hand over her mouth, as if to force back a scream. Mr. Horsford she whispered. The same, said the FBI man. That was a close one. You could be thankful you're an object of suspicion, Arch. What was he after? Arch stared blankly at his rescuer. Slowly, meaning penetrated. Unemployed he mumbled bitter about it yeah i thought so you may be having more trouble of that sort this this depression people have someone concrete to blame horrisford stuck the gun in his pocket and helped up his half-conscious victim let's get this one down to the lockup here you support him while i put on some handcuffs but i wanted to help his kind said arch feebly you didn't said horrisford I'd better arrange for a police guard. End of Section 6